I am Erin and this is Abby. Welcome to our podcast, Living Your Best Life. We believe that every person has the potential to create a life full of passion and purpose. We want to inspire and support you in your journey to unlocking your best self. We inform all listeners that the views, thoughts and opinions expressed throughout the podcast are purely the opinions of the Living Your Best Life podcast team and are not intended to replace expert medical, legal or psychological advice. This is complete guidance and mentorship at the highest level. Abby and Erin exclusively only work with six clients total per year, whereby as a team, you have exclusive access to both of their experience, wealth of knowledge, and access to all industry contacts. Nothing is ever held back. All business success stories are shared with you. Abby and Erin can support you with everything you need to know about creating a business that serves your passion and purpose whilst creating profit, exclusive access to all of their business stories and experiences, industry introductions, authentic conversations to support your journey to success. After you apply to exclusively work alongside Abby and Erin and are accepted, you will be set up with an introductory meet and greet. Welcome everybody to episode two of season four. We are so excited to have you all with us. And today we have a very special guest, Jordan Kahu. Jordan Kahu is a New Zealand professional rugby league footballer who last played as a fullback, center and winger for the Brisbane Broncos in the NRL and New Zealand at international level. Jordan has played for the Brisbane Broncos and North Queensland Cowboys in the NRL, as well as the World All-Stars. We are super excited to chat with Jordan today, not only about his stellar career as a football player, but also the owner of Chur Media, a videography and photography business, and of course, being a busy family man with wife, Jessica Kent, and their three beautiful children. Welcome, Welcome Jordan. Thanks for having me, guys. Wow, that was a good rap. Yeah. <laughs> that. Great introduction. Yeah, it's so awesome. I'm such a huge Brisbane Broncos fan. Yeah. I'm Be like, tough at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I would actually, although I, I must confess, since meeting my husband, husband Tim he's an AFL football okay. player from way back so now I've been converted I'm a Sydney Swan supporter <laughs> so I haven't been to a Broncos game but my dad I think is like a life member yeah, yeah. I used he's to crazy. cheerlead for the Broncos actually did you yeah there you go yeah, yeah. that's going what way year? back though 2003 <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah. when did you finish up at the Broncos last year Amazing. 20, oh, wow. Yeah, 2020. How long year. had you played there? So I started there at the end of 2009, just in the under-20s comp, straight from school. And then, yeah, spent the, pretty much the next 10 years, one year at the Cowboys in between. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good 10, 11 years. What was that like in Townsville? Loved it. I eh? love loved Townsville. It. Yeah. I used to be a part of a touring group, Forex Angels, and we used to do a lot of the Cowboys games up there, actually, and State of Origin. So I used to do the Queensland NRL circuit, like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bombs. I used to love it. <laughs> but um, just the community, it's such a smaller stadium. So yeah. the community at those events, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah no, I used to do a bunch of stuff up there too. It's amazing. Yeah. So good. I, I wasn't expecting much moving up there and had one of the best years of my life. Yeah, it was, wow. It was so nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just a great community yeah, up there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So cool. So you're most renowned for your career in rugby league. Please give us a bit of backstory into how you got into it. When I was about 15, 16, I was playing rugby union in Wellington in New Zealand. And I was a young guy just in the school first 15 so I wasn't getting much game time and in union you kind of get like two three minutes here and there mm. at the end of a game 
I was just sick of it. So I started playing league on the on the side and it was something you like kind of weren't allowed to do. Yeah. Um, so I was a bit rebellious. And then, uh, yeah, like next thing you know, I was on a plane to Australia with a, a scholarship to Kibber Park on the Gold Coast. Yeah. And yeah, kind of just had two really good school years there and got picked up by the Bronx at the end of that. Yeah, wow. That's yeah. An, yeah, it's known for it, isn't it? Kibber Park. Mm. Yeah. And football programs. Amazing. I oh, know. We absolutely love that you are a local Gold Coaster who attended the local high school in this area. So what was it like transitioning from school and captaining the school's rugby league team to then playing professionally for the Broncos? Transition took a little, a little bit longer than I expected. I had a few injuries quite early on in my career and coming out of school, you know, I got the, the highest award you can get as a schoolboy coming out of school. So mm. there was big raps on me and then to kind of uh, be injured the first couple of years out of school was, was pretty tough. And But going into a professional environment from Kibra, it was it wasn't that hard. Kibra trained really, really hard. So they kind of get all the players that are good enough, I guess, ready to take the next uh, step. And when I first started training for the Broncos, I thought that I was going to struggle, but Kibra prepared me really well. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so good. We obviously do, you know, that kind of level of training and dance. So yeah. it's, it's awesome to hear that there's that kind of thing going on for football. Some amazing and, talent yeah. just across the board that comes out of Queensland, I feel. I agree. Sure. We do so much great stuff. <laughs> We're the best. Um, <laughs> have you ever played an Origin game? No. Would you ever want to play Origin? Uh, it, was, it was tough because when I first moved here, obviously a lot of like Queenslanders and Australians gave me, you know, all my, like helped me with my development to work, to get me to where I was. So when yeah. I had to make the decision where I had to choose between New Zealand and playing for Australia and Queensland, it was a bit tough, but yeah, um, right. stay true to my roots. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Yeah, I didn't know that that's an option. I think just, mm. I thought just if you were based yeah, you as like a resident or whatever, yeah. that's how it works. It so would that's be interesting nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. So you were saying that when you're at school, like the transition that you uh, fell into some injury, how did you handle that process of like, you know, because obviously I know when we have yeah. performers and things that go through injury, it can be a really rough time. How did you stay like motivated and things during those times? I think I just always knew from a, a very early age what I wanted, what the end goal was, and that was always to be a professional sportsman, whether it be rugby league or, and, or rugby union. I think I just didn't want to let people down that had got me to where I was. You know, a lot of people in my family had put a lot into me, just getting me through my sporting back in NZ and then, you know, my, my close family getting to me, getting me to Australia and you know getting that all set up so I just didn't want to let them down yeah and I kind of knew that no matter what happened no matter what injuries were thrown my way that I'd make it for them yeah that's inspiring yeah I it's think great to have that a, support behind you yeah and mm. such a cool message for anyone out there that you know is facing adversity that you know if you have something to fight for mm. it's worth it and keeping your eye on that end goal yeah yeah that's amazing what's your highlight of your career of my career oh there's a few definitely represent representing the Māori All-Stars that was pretty special I lost my nan like a, a year earlier and to chuck on that jumper and uh, represent my culture and my family was pretty special that along with my Kiwis debut was both both of them are, are really up there. Yeah, wow. It's amazing that you've been able to transition to go back and do that as well. So obviously you've represented New Zealand at the highest level. I want to know what is that feeling like when you get to do the haka in front of a home crowd? After I've wiped the tears away after the just, anthem. Yeah, yeah, I would be like, I feel <laughs> like I would cry most watching most beautiful it. anthem. Uh, yeah. I'm a Kiwi. Yeah. Well. Can I tell? <laughs> I'm not, but I wish I was. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like just yeah. that culture is just incredible. Yeah, but it yeah, is. I I really am dying to know what um, what that feels like. Yeah, so I think it's weird. It's it's like you get these shake this shaky leg feeling, and it's yeah. it's the weirdest like overwhelming feeling. You get like or well, I get like tingles up my spine, and then yeah, we once once the leader the kaya just starts, I'm just yeah, and and it straight away, and I kind of always try to pick someone out on the opposite team that I'll just look at the whole haka. <laughs> Yeah, I um, love that. Yeah. But I've never had like them look back at me. Yeah. Like, it, it's weird. They're not staring you down. Nah, nah. So I'll just pick someone out straight away and I'll just lock eyes on them and I'll be like, if they look at me, then I'm looking at them the whole yeah. time. But yeah, it's real special. Obviously, growing up, watching it, waking up in the mornings, early mornings and watching the All Blacks thought, you know, when they're overseas and yeah. doing it in my lounge with my older brother and, and my dad. And then to finally be on the field doing it myself was. Yeah, wow. Yeah, the first time was obviously like really special and like yeah I just yeah I can't put into words that's amazing now obviously on living your best life we're really passionate about holistic health whether that's looking after mind body spirit soul with your setbacks is there anything that you holistically did to nurture your body to help prevent and nurture your injuries I think um, like headspace obviously a really good thing I've always kind of kept a positive mindset and that's I thought really helped me um, as a person but yeah obviously good food I'm pretty lucky that Jess is real passionate about food and she'll always you know make sure that I'm not eating too much chocolate and <laughs> I'm, um, which is what I want to do when I get here I just want to get you know five six blocks of chocolate and just smash them but <laughs> Um, but just as yeah, I'm really lucky that just um, yeah, like I said, so passionate about food and just eating good, you know, wholesome, organic foods that yeah. will really help the body is is definitely something that I've tried to focus on. Yeah, that's such an incredible message. We're very passionate about fueling the body and the mind in mm. the right way. Mm. And doesn't matter what industry you're in, I feel like that's just so relevant and important. Definitely. Amazing. Yeah. So, Jordan, do you have any special rituals that you do? Prior to games. So I used to have, like, I've always had one throughout my whole career, but I've, I used to have two. So one used to be I'd never weigh myself before the games because, or I'd never look because every game you have to weigh yourself um, and then weigh yourself at the end of the game just so the um, nutritionist knows how much, like, fluid you've lost. So you need to take back on after the games. But I always felt that, like, if I weighed in, a bit too heavy I feel like it would affect my game and yeah. I'd be really slow if I was too heavy or yeah. I'd be really weak That's if I was really too light interesting yeah yeah so it's yeah. one of the girls that think like <laughs> I'd be the same I'd be like oh no, I'd probably like need to run faster yeah so I'd always make sure someone was there to look and the other one was just a night before a game I'd always have a block of chocolate it's a bit hard that I was just going back on what I said yeah um, but every night before a game I'd always have a block of caramello that caramello was, yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. it. Good ritual. Yeah. <laughs> So you have, a, you have faced adversity throughout your career with injury, but we would love to hear what some of your incredible comebacks are like. So can you share with us how you managed to sustain that successful career despite the setback? So the first setback, I can't really say that I was a good um, role model. I, I kind of, I was young. Uh, I didn't understand the hard work mm-hmm. that needed to be put in. So I was kind of just, you know, putting everything else before the hard work, enjoying time with my friends, all that, all that kind of stuff stuff away from footy and lucky for me lucky or unlucky that I did my knee twice back to back so 
I got a, a second chance at um, really turning that right around. And the yeah. second time I done it, I just I just made sure that I done everything the right way this time. And yeah, yeah obviously just made the comeback a lot sweeter. And and getting to my debut, my debut game, and having all that hard work behind me, and and knowing that I'd actually earned it was um, pretty cool. Yeah, that's incredible. What words of advice would you give someone in the pursuit of following their dreams and maybe struggling with setbacks? I think even though it's quite hard in the moment to find your why I guess for me in 2015 when we had Jayla I was kind of like this is why I've pushed through all those barriers and and why I've you know overcome all those setbacks so everyone who knows Jayla's your yeah my eldest <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I didn't really I kind of like I said before I, I knew what the end goal was and that was to play professional sport but I still felt like I was doing it for a greater purpose and then when she came along you know I was just kind of like this is this is why I've done everything you know for her to look back on my career and to see the setbacks that she's pushed that I've pushed myself through and and, and being able to overcome I was just like yeah this is this is kind of why so so there's a lot of people out there that are going through tough times and they kind of don't know why they're doing it and it's always hard because you want to know your why right now but mm. it could come in the future yeah yeah Definitely. And everyone has a different purpose. So mm. yeah, absolutely. And that can come or the light bulb can go off at any time. <laughs> For sure, yeah. yeah. With sport aside, you are also the owner of Chirp Media, so a videography and photography business. How did this business endeavor come about for you? So I first just started around with GoPro and, and taking family videos. And then in 2017, I got a lot of backlash after a footy game. And I was just kind of like, I, I was trying to figure out why all these people were coming like at me, like <laughs> just not where the haters yeah, come from like i get it from a sports point of view but then yeah. i was just like i think the only reason that they're doing this is because they just don't think i'm a person so i started vlogging mm. and started showing them like behind the scenes of of what my life was like and yeah hopefully personalize my myself with a lot of the fans yeah and that's kind of how it all began and then the vlogging gear got more expensive and then the camera gear you know yeah. all yeah. that started <laughs> going out yeah. doesn't it <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I was really enjoying it. And obviously, after having the kids, I was taking a bunch of photos and videos anyway. So I was yeah starting to really enjoy it, and and it was a hobby, and then just turned into a passion, and then turned into a business. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. All right, we're super passionate about people really striving for their goals and going after their dreams. What's the one thing that has contributed to your success? Ooh, if you could narrow it down just to yeah. one, I feel. <laughs> yeah, is you that might like have multiple a things. personal trait or? Yeah, it could be a personal trait, or was there a, a moment in your life that you that something maybe you went? that's it this is this has changed me and this is yeah like a turning point yeah yeah I guess like like I said before Jayla my firstborn was obviously a, a massive turning point for me I was still I think I was only 24 to 25 you know in the thick of my career and yeah that was kind of just the moment where I was kind of you know I thought to myself that everything was kind of worth it and I know I can credit a lot of my success to my stubbornness and and just trying to prove people wrong as well yeah yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> so can we yeah, <laughs> yeah. so probably yeah probably in that yeah as well. that's awesome really cool so what does a day look like now for you oh um you're still playing footy yeah yeah still playing footy playing rugby union now i'm injured at the moment still in my life but yeah. still in my career <laughs> um but yeah i am playing rugby union down for bond university okay amazing and then yeah just doing my photo video stuff which keeps me pretty busy i've just had to get an editor on board because the work's just been a bit overwhelming and I've, I've had to you know sit on the computer and you know it's been a bit tough 
uh, on us as a family because you know we're living with my, my parents at the moment and just we've obviously got Jack's our youngest and just needs all the help she can get but I've just got to you know do a lot of work at home as well yeah. to you know keep food on the table and that's just where most of my focus has been so so getting an editor on board has kind of freed up time that I can spend with the family now yeah that's awesome we know what that's like managing work-life balance it yeah. can be hard especially but- when you have careers that kind of diverge into other pathways as well yeah, yeah definitely um we definitely encourage a lot of young people to you know have other outlets and passions that they mm. can put their energy and time into because you just never know no not at all yeah all right so what words of advice do you have for maybe a young gold coaster with big dreams for their future oh just make the right choices i guess obviously on the gold coast it's going to be a lot of temptations i've you know seen a lot of those and just make the right choices i've yeah like my whole career and even my upbringing i knew what i wanted from an early age and i just didn't let you know friends or any anything else kind of take that away from me so just make the right choices if you want something then then go get it keep keep doing what you need to do find out from people who have done it before Mm, and figure out what they had to go through and and what they had to do to to get to where they are and to where you want to be yeah and i think like you said don't give up at the first setback Mm. you know if you look back and you would have given up that first first injury it's like yeah yeah, you've done incredible things since then so yeah definitely that thought of not giving up for sure what should we be on the lookout for the future for jordan so i'm really keen to keep chasing this union career obviously like i told you guys earlier that i stopped playing rugby union to chase rugby league Mm -hmm. but i really want to have a crack at that and and have a crack at getting back in the professional scene for rugby union if i don't make it and i've had a crack then i'll be happy with that but i would never be happy with my career if i didn't give it a good go so that's on the on the cards and and just trying to build media to a place where you know it's um it can be run wherever i'm living in the world and you know i've got where i want to get it is to an agency type agency business where we look after uh, athletes social media campaigns and and all those marketing campaigns and stuff like that because you know it's a big industry and a lot of athletes Mm. content is trash so i want to help them with that Yeah. yeah incredible because i feel like even there's not even really a lot of sports management no like i know my husband is ex ex afl so you know we talk about that all the time these boys that you know young guys that get drafted off really young like yourself and they have all these things thrown their way because they're going to be a football star and you know there's temptation and things like that but there's no one there ultimately guiding them to go hey guys like no you don't do that like this is you know no mentorship or anything like that in that aspect and it was yeah it's so interesting i think it's a huge need Mm. for that industry because it is so important we see it with dance we obviously have our agency that we manage talent very different to football yeah (laughs) but it's similar concept we're very mindful of totally. how they do their branding. Yeah, yeah branding. So, yeah, I think thing. that's epic. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So, so cool. Where can we um, find you on Instagram? Do you want to? So, my personal Instagram is just jordan.kahu, and um, my chair media page is just chair.media. Easy. And yeah. We'll just, also put it in the show in notes. In the show notes. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Now, we have one final question. Yeah. It's our favorite question. What does living your best life mean to you, Jordan? Oh, is that like, like where would I want to be? Or yeah. Is what, that, is, what is basically ultimately your done. Yeah, life purpose? What's living your best life mean to you? Whether it be okay. to be be happy or just be doing something that yeah, you love every 
get yeah. to be able to get up every day doing what you love. I've always dreamed of living in Queenstown with my family. And that's kind of my goal. But for me right now, living my best life is pretty much what I'm doing. I was, I was lucky enough to have kids quite young and for them to experience my my career. And that's why I always wanted the kids young. I wanted them to go through all the highs and lows of, of what I was going through. And yeah, I'm, I'm living my best life every day. I'm, I'm lucky. That's awesome. Love that. Yeah, so cool. Which is why we invited you to the yes. podcast because I think it just gives such a unique perspective onto what living your best life means. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. We know you're very busy. So yeah, thanks so much. Easy. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. Easy done. Easy done.